Hello and welcome to the Ultra Working Podcast, coming to you live from a really freaking loud cafe. It is indeed. <laughs> yes. Yep. So we're considering this roughly a science experiment, Chris Natter and I. We want to see if we're on the plot. We got our minds around a good concept that's going to be valuable. If cash registers and blow dryers and people's phones going off and coffee machines are a cool, feels like you're at the side of the boxing ring with us and we're about to watch Mayweather throw down with somebody, or whether it's a freaking debacle. So if this show's audio quality sucks, uh, well, we wouldn't put it out if it's really bad. So if you're listening, we thought it was acceptable, eh, Chris? It is. And maybe I did some magic with the post-production and, and the denoise filter. But if they're listening we'll to it, something, something we'll went see. right. We, we made something it, we made something it went right yeah. if, they're, if you're listening to this. All right. So today we're going to talk about a, um, a blog post that's really amazing called Reality Has a Surprising Amount of Detail by a wonderful guy that I wish he would write more. So, so if, if, if you're listening, sir, uh, I send my compliments. My only complaint is you don't write more. John Salvatier, I think I'm saying his name correctly. He wrote a blog post called Reality Has a Surprising Amount of Detail, 13 May 2017. This thing's a banger. We actually studied this as a team a couple of months ago during one of our group team mm -hmm. trainings. It's just like shockingly good. Right. I just love this so much. And where we're going to go with this, I encourage you to read the whole piece. I'll read an excerpt out to start. I encourage you to read the whole piece. It's, it's a lovely piece. Um, but I think this factor, that reality is surprising my detail, first off, it's just true. And we're vocabulary building, phrase building, knowledge building. But second, I think there's a very strong implication for what you should do if you're a brand new beginner to not freaking drown in all the details. But then what you do when you're an advanced beginner that's got some of the fundamentals in place mm -hmm. to get on the path to intermediacy and then expertness. I think those right. are correct. We're expertness? Yeah, all right. All right, we're rolling with it. So I'll start off by reading a long excerpt from Mr. Salvatier. Then uh, Chris and I will talk about how this applies to other fields. And then we'll talk about maybe models of learning and how to approach topics. So a surprising amount of detail. So uh, Salvatier says, my dad immigrated from Colombia to North America when he was 18 looking for a better life. For my brother and I, that meant a lot of standing outside in the cold. My dad's preferred method of improving his lot was improving lots. And my brother and I were quote unquote voluntarily recruited to help working on the buildings we own. That's how I came to spend a substantial part of my teenage years replacing fences, digging trenches, and building flooring and sheds. And if there's one thing I learned from all this building, it's that reality has a surprising amount of detail. This turns out to explain why it is so easy for people to end up intellectually stuck. Editor's note, this is what we're going to talk about on this show a little bit, right? We're taking a little bit of a different angle in Salvatier. He's going to jump an off point. It's a beautiful piece, though. Continuing. Even when they're literally the best in the world in their field, they wind up intellectually stuck. Considering, consider building some basement stairs for a moment. Stairs seem pretty simple at first, and at a high level they are simple. Just two long, wide, parallel boards with measurements 2 by 12 by 16. Some boards for stairs and an angle bracket on each side to hold up each stair. But as you start actually building, you'll find there's a surprising amount of nuance. The first thing you'll notice is that there's actually quite a few subtasks, even at a high level. You have to cut both ends of the 2x12s at the correct angles, then screw in some U-brackets to the main floor to hold the stairs in place, then screw the 2x12s two by two, by into the U-brackets, then attach the angle brackets for the stairs, then screw in the stairs. Next, you'll notice that each of these steps above decomposes into several steps, some of which have tricky details in them due to the properties of the materials and task and the limitation of yourself and your tools. 
The first problem you'll encounter is that cutting your 2x12s to the right angle is a bit complicated because there's no obvious way to trace the correct angles. He goes on to talk about it a little more. You'll probably also want to look up what's a reasonable angle for stairs. What looks reasonable when you're cutting and what feels safe can be different. And you're going to want a guide for your circular saw when cutting the 2x12s because the cut has to be pretty straight. When you're ready, you will find quickly that getting the stair boards at all the same angle is non-trivial. You're going to need something to give you an angle. Blah, blah, blah. It goes on for a while. And then he mentions that lumber warps after it's made because it was cut when it was new and wet and now it's drier so no lumber is straight. So you go back to the lumber store, you buy some straighter 2x12s and redraw your lines. You can then start screwing in the brackets. Now you learn that despite starting a line with the lines you drew, after screwing them in, your angle brackets are no longer quite straight because the screws didn't go in quite straight. And now they tightly secure the brackets at the wrong angle. You can fix that by drilling guide holes first. Also you'll have to move them an inch or two because it's more or less impossible to get a screw to go in a different way than it did the first time. Now you're ready to finally screw in the stair boards. If your screws are longer than two inches, you'll need different ones. Otherwise, they'll poke out the top of the boards and stab you in the foot. At every step and every level, there's an abundance of detail with material consequences. It's tempting to think, so what, and dismiss these details as incidental or specific to stair carpentry. And they are specific to stair carpentry. That's what makes them details but the existence of a surprising number of meaningful details is not specific to stairs. Surprising detail is a near universal property of getting up close and personal with reality. Chris, that's my experience as well. Mm -hmm. He goes on in his thing yeah. to talk about everything from water boiling is affected by the altitude. He talks about programming languages. He talks about space flight. Right. He talks about a bunch <clears throat> of stuff. It's a crazy great piece. Yeah. He talks about like, look, we're making freaking stairs. It's not exactly the most complicated thing in the world. Stairs have been around a really long time. Stairs are tough, like the screws will go in at the wrong angle, the boards warp a little bit, all these little tiny finicky things that you wouldn't think about. Yeah, uh, what comes to mind from his explanation is the picture of the uh, fractal mandel board bone, where you can zoom in, and the more you zoom in, it just opens up, and on the surface level, it seems like, yeah, it's, it's simple, as building a staircase shouldn't be complex, but as you zoom in, you find more and more questions and issues and, and, and uh, details popping up that you have to address and you have to know how they're being solved. And if you don't know, then well, your, your stairs will be, will be at the wrong angle with, with, with the screws sticking out into your foot. Yeah, that's not, that's not what you want from your staircase. And yet, I think this is true in just about every field, yeah. you know, when you think about it. Right? You think about nutrition, yeah. it's a field you know a lot about, I know a little bit about. You know, when you start, like first off, it's like, oh, calories, cool. There's like a measurement, right? And then as you get into it more, it's like, you know, some people are like, okay, 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 I just need to control the calories. Then you learn, wait, nutrients matter too. Like these vegetables don't have that much calories. They don't matter one way or another, but you don't, you don't, you don't get any vitamin C or you don't get any yeah. you know, phosphorus or whatever. You're going to wind yeah. up with like scurvy or your bones are going to break or whatever. So like nutrition is more and more and more detailed and deep. Yeah, you, I mean, just an example that where, where I, I thought about nutrition when this was explained and the journey along the knowledge path and how it really unfolds and there is more and more stuff added. Yeah, you just said calories and then macronutrients and then you can unfold that again into its next elements that make it up. And this really keeps on going. It's both at the same time uh, can be very, I don't know, not frustrating but challenging. It can also be a, a, a source of great joy that it actually does keep going and you can always learn more. There is always another level 
another level to go deeper into. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting for me. When you look at nutrition in a context, not just of weight loss and weight gain, but of performance, you know, you can find things like the glycemic index mm -hmm. on carbohydrates, which is like how fast um, they get digested into, uh, into blood sugar, which will affect your insulin levels and things like that. And that's also not universally true for everybody. Yeah. It depends on your movement profile, your metabolism level, how much you're working out, moving around right. affects these rates. You know, you were wearing... Um, actually think you're wearing one today, you're wearing a continuous glucose monitor. I've done those too, where it's a little tiny needle stuck in your arm that you can yep. beep beep an RFID iPhone scanner on and you can get how much, uh, uh, how much glucose is in my blood, how much of this has gotten into my blood. And like, if you're taking a walk and having a juice, it might like be burned in real time as you're walking. And if you have a juice without taking a walk, you might get a spike and then you're gonna have insulin totally. and there's a biochemistry interaction. Yeah, uh, there's so many factors that play into it and, and, and individuality. And um, yeah, to, to take it back, it's, we really find this so many times when you, you see something that looks quite easy and straightforward until you actually start doing it. And all of a sudden, all of these questions pop up and details and, and, and special cases that you hadn't considered. And, we're not even aware of, couldn't actually maybe have, have considered before you started with the activity. And then you're confronted with them and you have to solve them in real time. Yeah, you know, I, I have a, uh, a friend who's a, you know, a bit of a, a, a nerdy guy. He's pretty cool, but he's, he's a bit of a nerdy guy. Um, and, you know, he was, he was reasonably successful in business at a young age. And he bought a, a nice house in L.A. and he started throwing parties. And the initial friends that came to his parties were really nerdy people. So, you know, you're like having like nerdy, respectful, quiet, introverted people come to your parties, but his parties are pretty cool. He had a good taste in music. He's a very musically inclined guy, really cool music, and he'd have some like cool drinks. His places lined up nice. And he never thought about, for instance, security. Mm. So he hadn't anticipated what happens if some idiot just puts a, you know, on their WhatsApp or their Twitter the address of the party and says, let's crash it, and like a right. hundred randos show up right. at your party and maybe you want to trash the place or treat it bad. He hadn't thought about, he, he lives in uh, California, he hadn't thought about, what do you do the first time someone's doing cocaine at your party? Mm. Okay, yeah. So, so, now, so now, he'll usually have a big freaking guy in the front as a bouncer at his parties. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting, because he never thought about it that way, he just thought he was inviting some friends over to his house. Well, it turned out people liked it, so he'd throw these parties more often, it was like a really chill affair. And then just one, one person texting all their friends, hey, let's crash this, this this rich guy's house and, and smash his house up a little bit and, and, and you know, drink all the alcohol and act like uh, jerks mm. meant that uh, parties have a surprising uh, amount of detail, right? Yeah. And we're talking like nerd, nerd, nerdy, nerdy, like we could play board games together type stuff guy. You know what I mean? And like all of a sudden, like there's a good taste of music, some cool people come and he was a good party host. And then yeah. you've got freaking people that want to come crash your party and act like jerks. Parties have a surprising amount of detail. True. Um... Yeah, for the most part, I think this is, I mean, it's, it's really nice about life that this exists, that um, it's, it's, it's in, you know, it's, when you think about specialists in their field, they've been going down a specific path for 10, 20, 30 years, and there is still more detail to be uncovered at the, at the low end of, of that long journey into a topic. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's like, it's also super interesting when, like, every now and then you'll, you'll find a field that it's, like, 
the rules. You know, when doing such and such, always do this, always do this, unless this is the case. You know, I remember one that I remember around fire safety, which is like, get water on the fire as fast as possible, unless it's an electrical fire, <laughs> you know what I mean, or whatever, right? So there's these like little edge cases, and you can get more and more and more nuanced. You know, I, I remember reading about the, uh, you know, elite SWAT team and special forces snipers. Yep. At the very high level, they're paying attention to like the, the curvature of the earth in physics mm -hmm. if they're taking a very long distance shot to take out someone that took a hostage from very far away or something like that. So um, here's where I thought this would have been an interesting topic for us to hit is I think there's two very different takeaways from this and I think this is where it could be very useful for people. I think you could roughly divide um, people and the, uh, the, their knowledge about a given subject into interested in it but haven't really gotten started and gotten the basics yeah. and have gotten the basics down and are now interested in, in learning more and getting good if they're interested in that, right? So there's people that have like never played the piano at all but are interested and then there's people that are like can play the piano and they know where the keys are and they know how to do the hand thing and they can look at a yeah. sheet of music and stuff, right? And I actually think, and I, and I don't believe anyone else has said this which is why we want to do this show, I actually think it's a completely different approach for those two classes on how to deal with a surprising amount of detail in reality. This is, this is my theory, okay. is that you should deal with it totally differently. I think early on, you should, generally speaking, unless there's some serious safety or regulatory or irreversible decision risk, ignore the surprising amount of detail and search out the fundamentals and get started early. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people early get stuck on, oh my gosh, what do we, do, do, do I need a special type of uh, drill to make uh, woodworking? Do I need all, all kinds of tools? Let me buy 80 tools. Right. Not so useful. Like, oh, the piano, but like, what about if I'm playing an unusual, or unorthodox style? Just start playing. Just start playing around with the carpentry. You know, like, just get going. But then, becoming obsessed with and trying to seek out that kind of fractal nature of the details once you're an advanced beginner. So once you have the fundamentals, right? It's so like weightlifting. People get like so overwhelmed, they yeah. don't start weightlifting. Yeah. It's just bench squat, deadlift, go, right. right? Bench squat, deadlift, go. Learn the form on those enough that you don't hurt yourself, right? And then once you're an advanced beginner, then isolation exercises and all kinds of periodization and recovery periods and maybe increase your protein synthesis levels and calorie, you know, nutrition and calorie cycling on the yeah. days you lift and don't lift and stuff like that. I, I think that's really the answer to the question is, if you're just starting in a field that's safe, there's no regulatory concerns, there's no irreversible decisions, ignore all the surprising amount of detail and just get moving, find a guide to the fundamentals and get started. Then, once you're an advanced beginner, you've got the fundamentals reasonably down, mm -hmm. then you get into the surprising amount of detail. I, I think that is the right way to approach life and learning skills. Um. That, uh, yeah, I have nothing, I, have no, I, don't, I don't disagree. Uh, what uh, I think is also easy to add is that knowing, you know, the, in, the, like thinking about surprising levels of detail, I think about the Dunning-Kruger effect and how we learn and um, how we um, very quickly, if we study a field briefly or we start, study it on a surface level, we actually quickly we also initially don't necessarily see the surprising amount of detail. We actually think that there is none, and we have totally understood the field already after you know looking into it for like a month or 
or two months or three months and be like, oh, and I got this, I'm an expert. And this happened to me with nutrition 100%. Like five years ago, I thought, maybe 10 at this point, I thought I had it all figured out. I knew everything that there is to know. And, um, and like today, I'm more confused than I've, <laughs> yeah, been. I mean, well, you're being you're being modest. Uh, yeah, I know. I, no, modest, I'm like I know more than I've ever known, but I'm also like less sure about anything I know that I've been. Um, which is, it, this is I think this is a good sign. It just means I know more than I used to. But uh, my level of confidence is not as high as it was about a year in after study starting to study this stuff. All right. So what you just did is you identified maybe a pitfall on the learning journey. So, so we could probably identify a couple of those. I think a beginner pitfall, like a haven't started beginner yeah. or just getting started is yeah. feeling overwhelmed with all the details. Oh, mm. should I do a, a military press? Should I do an overhead right. press? Should I do a shoulder press? Should I do a bench? Or an just go, yeah. don't hurt yourself, learn the basic form, keep the weight low, go, right? You know, a little bit, right? But then I got my squat bench and my, my deadlift down. I know everything about this thing. It's like, no. No, right. yeah. no, no, yeah. you gotta, you have, there's probably a lot more to learn. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot, right? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I remember I was a, I've never been an advanced weightlifter, but I've been a strong intermediate weightlifter without mobility exercises mm. who injures himself. Right. So that's, that's yeah. a wonderful Dunning-Kruger when you're like, yeah, I'm Mr. Pump the Iron, and you don't work on your, your mobility, your flexibility, your injury prevention. Well, that's a great way to rip your cartilage up. You know, you get heavier and heavier weight. Get more muscle bound, not, yep. not 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 being able to have a full range of motion, get hurt, right? And again, that was Dunning Kruger me that thought I had it figured out and, and wasn't paying attention and looking ahead, right? So potentially, right, we've identified two pitfalls. Two pitfalls. Sometimes people get overwhelmed by a surprising amount of detail, they don't get started. Mm -hmm. We all know people like that, they're always researching, they're like but how do I write a fantasy novel? What kind of world building and plotting and let me read all these guides and books and stuff. And it's like, well, like write a couple of short stories, just get, get cranking, just, just, just move. They'll probably not be that great. Maybe it'll be great, probably not, right? And then you can you know, refine your writer's technique over time after you're getting in reps. But then, just because you write one good short story following a framework, doesn't mean you know everything and anything about writing. There's all kinds of techniques you can get from looking at different writers through all kinds of yeah. different historical eras. Yeah. Maybe there's one more error pattern we could identify, which is when somebody gets reasonably advanced in topic intermediate to advanced and they get away from the fundamentals and they get like into like right. the really the weeds yeah. and lose sight of the, the big the big elements. Do you, do you I, think that? Yeah, I think no no that's that's absolutely something that can happen where you almost forget that you that what you've learned before is still true and you've added to it. Like it's not, it, it hasn't become, uh, like you shouldn't forget, you shouldn't just see the details. You should like see the, like that, the, 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 you should still see the, the, the tree stem in addition to the leaves and the, not just see the, the outskirts of, of that knowledge. That is absolutely true. So, uh, especially when giving advice, right? Yeah. Because sometimes I see this in people that are intermediate that give advice. So when someone's intermediate, people actually look up to you like, hey, this guy knows what's going on. This gal knows what's going on in this space, yeah. right? Yeah. So they'll come ask you and you'll be like, 
well, you know, there's a very big difference between, uh, you know, glucose uh, carbohydrates and uh, right. sucrose carbohydrates. And it's like, it's like, 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 let's eat a McDonald's less. You know, we don't, so it's, you know, glucose yeah. versus, uh, you know, like, I mean, like, okay, it's good, but, you know. Modulating the level of detail in your answer ooh, to the person ooh, that you're. Modulating the level of detail when you're explaining. Another good guide. Cool. Yeah, I mean, pretty simple idea. Shout out to John Salvatier. Hey, if John, if John somehow winds up listening to this, man, write some more stuff, please. It's a, it's a request, not a demand. We just, we just like it a lot. Um, but yeah, it's a great piece. Yeah, it's a surprising amount of detail. There's more examples from, from different fields and stuff. It's cool. There's some diagrams of carpentry. It's, it's a neat, it's a neat read. It's an enjoyable read. And then, um, and then, yeah, I think navigating. I think this fact is an inescapable fact about everything from nutrition, weightlifting, money management, uh, business, art creating, studying, studying in university or self-studying has a surprising amount of detail of how you learn and recall and remember and master and synthesize, inventing, everything has a surprising yeah. amount of detail. Yeah. And then how you deal with that at different skill levels. If you're not just getting started, some people get overwhelmed. They're just fact-finding, fact-finding, fact-finding. Do I know enough? Just get started. Yeah. And then sometimes people, Dunning-Kruger, once they're 5% of the way up the mountain, they think they got it all figured out and they're like, wanting to preach from 5% of the way up the mountain. It's like, hey, you're not even on the, the summit there. You know what I mean? Like slow, slow it down a little bit. Get a little bit uh, into the more in-depth mannerisms. And then don't lose sight of that once you get closer to the top. It's the fundamentals. So, yeah, check out the piece by Salvatier. Chris, this was fun. Hope the audio quality was sufficient. We got coffee machines. We got people chatting. We got all kinds of stuff going on. But hopefully it had a cool boxing arena vibe. If this is... If this was acceptable, then we could do more of these no big deal instead of getting a soundproof booth or whatever. But uh, yeah, Chris, a pleasure as always. Always. And uh, everyone, thank you for listening. Be well.